0: okay.
1: We some good slipping Yeah, that we did. Just by a minute. That's okay. Well,
0: Hey, it's Green and Lewis. <sighs> Everyone tap in. Let's see you at 21. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> well, nobody took the pictures on the camera with like too much flash. Yeah, and they were posted too. And it caught Facebook. the final wisps of your hairline. First <laughs> of all, whore. <laughs>
1: yes, and how did I find the l- that I was balding at a talk at Mocha Cleveland where I was I saw where I was seated and went, "Why am I so fucking bald in that spot?" Oh there. no.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to bring back those memories. No,
1: yeah. no, no. Yeah, speaking of hair, what's this mountain man? aesthetic you have going here
0: yeah i'm going i'm going long for the rest of the winter why i f- I figure i'll reassess around daylight savings time huh well you're catching me at a particularly weird time because i haven't been grooming the beard for the last week yeah or so. there's some long I, some non-existent in the weeks before that i've been i've been grooming it so uh. i just you know this weekend i'll give it a nice trim up uh. we'll get the neck beard gone yeah. We'll uh, straighten it out. We'll get all the all the stray hairs gone, I feel and like my neck, hair
1: neck beard is more of like a psychological state of being than condition. Well,
0: that. right now it's right now it's not a psychological state; mm-hmm. it's just a condition, and I uh. need to attend to it. But yeah, and then the hair—I've yeah. decided I just want to let my hair grow out. I d- I don't, you know, I don't have any real cause to cut it, and it started to look pretty good at like a medium length. Mm. Now it's awkward length. Yeah, so I am just going hat time.
1: As long as you don't do that, th- I've been seeing a lot of dude bros doing mullet and i'm like we need to not
0: well you know that's been around for a decade and a half at this point perhaps longer i'm not trying to do a mullet by any means it's just that uh at awkward phase it starts to flip in the back yeah and there's not much you can do about that i've been trimming my hair every couple weeks mm-hmm. just taking like half an inch off With all around scissors yeah oh and just trying to like get rid of some of the curl it's finally actually starting to go away, huh. and kind of and kind of pat down. I, you know, I want to see what I would look like with like a decent, you know, with a decent slick back, like the sides being like maybe four to five inches long, and then the top being like eight so you know to ten long. What that requires, right? What does that require? Product? Uh, no. Oh, a trip to this place called
1: like the salon or the barber.
0: Well, that's the thing. I respectfully disagree. I think I can handle it on my own. I just have to no. do this growing part, which no. you know doesn't require much no. maintenance. Maybe I'll maybe I'll check out a stylist. It's just that I don't want to. I don't want to break my streak, my unbroken streak of a lifetime of no barber.
1: I think you know, in your late thirties, might be the time. No,
0: no, I, it sunk costs. Have you ever heard of that term? I've made it this far. There's no turning back.
1: Yeah, but you haven't sunk any costs. You know, ever. I'm like so. the
0: Wehrmacht. I'm I'm right at. I can see the oh. spires of the Kremlin. <laughs> And there's no going back now. You know, I don't want to follow in the footsteps of Napoleon. Okay, I will not be the Grand Army. My hair must grow, much like the right. But
1: like you'll get a like, a you know, a shampooing
0: with I, a I don't sc- want that
1: with a scalp massage, and you're gonna be like, what have I been missing my entire life?
0: I, it's not about the amenity at this point. You understand? Like, that's not
1: an amenity. You don't pay extra. I know that's
0: included. I, but I should have said it's not about the luxury. Okay, I don't care about the service. It's about the principle of the thing, which is I'm not going ever. <sighs> I mean, I how think, can you do something for 35 years and then turn back? I think you would you really can't. like it. I'm sure I would, but that's that's not the point. The masculine urge to deny yourself nice things. That's what it is. That's so, dumb. Yeah, hey, you can call me dumb, but it takes discipline to never go to the barber.
1: Or being cheap. Don't be cheap. Treat yourself, you know?
0: No, 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 no. As we've covered many times, the last person on earth I take financial advice from. It's
1: not financial. It's also aesthetic advice.
0: You're putting it in terms of treat yourself.
1: Well, yeah.
0: I don't need to treat myself, no.
1: I think everyone
0: needs to treat themselves, you know? I treat myself enough with good foods, and I don't need to indulge in hair (sighs) stuff. That's for girls. Girls and gays. I mean, this is your territory. Why do you even want me there? You know, I would just be a gentrifier and a colonizer in your space.
1: I mean, I don't go to the hair salon for I'd obvious I'd be taking reasons. up
0: the space uh, of gay and girl bodies. And I'm I don't want to like, do that. i a,
1: lug- a, a mid-tier barber. <laughs>
0: you know? Well, why don't you just go get scalp mas- massages and, like, your beard shampooed or something? You could still go if you were really committed to this. Beard is not long enough, first of all.
1: Oh. Second of all, like, I kind of give myself a scalp massage every day when I shampoo cuz there's no hair in the way sure so yeah. can't you know, they shave your head for you
0: wouldn't it wouldn't they do a better job than you do buzzing it
1: yeah no oh okay I'm not paying to get buzzed well that's
0: what i'm saying too i've long i've long been a proponent of the idea that hairstyling is not an art You can do it at home in a mirror. No, scissor cutting. And if you fuck it up, it'll come back.
1: Scissor cutting is a different thing than just getting the... Like, that's not the same thing.
0: Well, I've done a little scissor cutting in my day. You know, I've been known to chop it up in an elegant way, and then it grows back And you know. Your haircut, the thing with my haircuts is they're not a single event, right? There's a large-scale event. There's the uh, atomic explosion of the haircut in which the bathroom turns into a beaver. Any other animal. (laughs) Any other
1: animal you could have chosen.
0: (laughs) And then there's the minor haircuts that you do for the following three or four weeks where you find strays and you cut them and you kind of level things out. (sighs) Yeah, but. And by week four, you're ready to start the process over again. You don't
1: have to do that, though. You don't have to live that way.
0: I understand that I don't have to. I don't think you're understanding that I don't care that I don't have to.
1: Ugh, I don't. mm. Life can be. Life is filled with simple pleasures. You know, great crusty bread. A simple bottle of wine. I'm down with both those things, for sure. A good haircut. Mm. Nothing feels as good as a really good haircut. You leave and you're like, I feel amazing. Are you
0: just lusting for it because it's been a while?
1: <laughs> I would kill to have like, a haircut again. Because <laughs> oh. you, you go in and you're like, I'm a schlumpy mess. Please help me. Lesbian bald barbarous. And she says, okay, baby, I got you. Mm. And you sit silently because she understands. Were you we doing small talk? And I'm like... I'm really tired. Do what you got to do up there. And she takes, you know, the five wisps of hair and then turns them into something. Oh, okay. And then you go, wow, after that rolling rock and a nice, like, treatment of my head, I feel really good.
0: You get a rolling rock at the barber? Yeah. They give you one while you're sitting there? Yeah. What is? What kind of establishment is this? A great one. Oh, wow. Cash only. Hmm. Well, you know, I, you haven't changed my mind. I'm still not sold. I don't think I'm going to do it. Point is, the hair's growing out. You know, I don't remember when Daylight Savings is right now, but March 10th or so, we'll reevaluate. There's really no reason to deal with it in the meantime.
1: Mm.
0: It's wintertime. I think you should. Mm, no. Feels great. Maybe, but I'm not, probably not going to. Probably what's going to happen is that eventually this is going to get too hot. The beaver on my head is going to get too hot. And I'm just going to do what I usually do, which is get those clippers out. Go to town. And take a number one to the sides and just get rid of it. Oh. You know?
1: Huh. But even that, they can like give you a you know a fade. Yeah, I can give myself a fade. I've done it before. Have yeah, a like a nice one. It's fine.
0: It's, you know the difference between a nice one and a not nice one, mm. especially given that it only lasts a couple days. Really, not a big deal. Oh no, it is. You can tell. Well, uh, yeah, other other people can tell, but can I don't tell. care. I can't see it. <sighs> I'm not constantly looking in the mirror or taking selfies, so what do I care? You know, the people around me, I, I'm willing to subject them to almost anything. I know, I'm aware.
1: <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. I am deeply aware of this. Uh-huh.
0: <sighs> what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I have no idea. I really I, don't know either. I am so. Uh, I'm pretty tired as well.
1: I am. A, this was day four, hmm. but uh, tomorrow I work and then I don't for one hour. But I have to go to Job Island.
0: What's Job Island? Manhattan. Oh, okay.
1: You've never heard to refer to as Job Island because no. everyone works on Manhattan and then scurry back to our boroughs. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I have to go to Job Island for one hour, and then I'm there until Wednesday of next week. So this will be an unbroken stream of eight days of Job Island. Oh wow, that's
0: unfortunate. I did it to myself. That's my stupid aspect. Yeah, you get. We've talked about this many times. You schedule yourself. I do. Yet.
1: but other people then throw curveballs on things, and I go, hmm. "I hate you so much." Well, why don't you tell these other people to get wrecked? They are dinglings and I don't have I don't have time to explain to people that hey,
0: no. You know what I did on Tuesday? Hmm. I called out of work because it was too hard to commute.
1: Oh, the day the L shut down and then everything got fucked and everyone was on the M and it took 45 minutes to get from here to there. Yes.
0: So, yeah. I never bothered to confirm anything. I I looked on X, formerly known as Twitter. While this was all happening and put some pieces together. But, uh, so yeah, I, I went to get on the subway Tuesday morning at my normal time. Um, it didn't come for a really long time. The L is pretty good. It usually comes every like three or four minutes, especially yeah. during rush hour. It didn't mm-hmm. come for like 20 minutes. You're like, huh. And then the first one that came was so crowded I couldn't get on it. So Correct. I didn't get yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's weird, but you know, something's wrong, but at least it's running. Another one came a couple minutes later. It was still pretty fucking packed, but I got on it. Um, it didn't leave the station, my station, for like 10 minutes. Huh. And I was like, all right, something's definitely wrong, but it's still moving. We're fine here. Yeah. We go one stop, and we pull into the next station, and the train decides to sit at that station for at least a half hour. I stood there with the doors wide open, no announcements, no nothing. Just oh. just, just the vague announcement of, like, we'll be moving in a minute. Of course. No explanation. For more than a half hour. no. So I'm like, okay, I've been in transit now for like an hour, no. and I've made it one stop. Could have walked that. Uh, I could have walked to the stop I got to in 10 minutes. Right. The DeKalb <clears throat> stop on the L to the Jefferson stop are both walkable from my house. It's like five it's minutes. It's really yeah. not very far. Yeah. So at this point, I'd been doing this for an hour. And everyone's exiting the train now. They're and like, I'm like, I fucking can't. Yeah. You know, so I walk upstairs. Everybody's getting Ubers. It's like totally fucked. Everyone's warning all the people that are trying to get don't on the train. Don't even try it, like, yeah. Don't even try. And I start looking at Google Maps, and I'm like, Oh God! At the Jefferson stop, I'm nowhere near an M. I'm nowhere near an A no, or C. Yeah. I'm nowhere near a J. I'm nowhere near an F. Like, I'm like, Okay, how am I gonna get onto Job Island? Yeah. Right. Uh I could take the L back in the other direction to the AC. That was my first choice, Oof. but I was like I'm not sure that the L's running the other way either. Turns out I don't think it was. No. So I decided not to pursue that. Then I'm like, all right, how do I do this? I can either walk 40 minutes to the M. Or I can take a bus to the M or J. I don't know what this bus is. I don't know what the route is. I don't know when it's coming.
1: Oh, you could take the. It's on Flushing, and you could just ride it all the way down.
0: I'm sure I could have. Yeah, but here's what Google Maps is telling me now: your commute to work is now two more hours. And at this point, I'm good. Yeah. At this point, I, since I'd already been in transit for an hour, and then I tried to figure this out for 15 or 20. minutes. Why not minutes, just drive? I, I, I'm fine to drive my own vehicle to work if I want to. Right. I'm not fine to drive my vehicle to work under duress, especially in the middle of rush hour at this point. I when know. I usually leave, it's a little before rush hour. I can get to work pretty quick. At right. this point, that's also going to take me two hours. No hour. thanks. Hour. I'm not spending my own gas money. I'm not putting miles on the car. Like, right. It's going to take me more than an hour, believe mm-hmm. me. A hundred percent it will. Mm-hmm. It's taken me two hours to get home from work before if I leave a little late. It's no good. So Interesting. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to work at lunchtime. I'm work gonna a half day and then have to do lunch, that again. Eat lunch, work yeah. a couple hours, and then have to do this again. So I was just in kind of a pissed off mood, too. Obviously, that kind of a thing doesn't set a nice tone for the day. Right. Uh, I first tried calling my boss. He didn't pick up. I text him, and then I email both my bosses, and I'm like, look, guys, I'm throwing in the towel on this. Sorry. I am staying home today, taking a sick day. Sayonara. You know? And yeah. what I gathered happened from the Twitter... Was that, A, somebody had gotten hit oh, at Lorimer yeah. and Metropolitan. Ooh. And then, B, but coincidentally, at the same time, the third rail of the L, like, lost power between, like, Montrose and the bridge. Okay. So, two things. It was a, d- a rare double, double event. Yeah. And I think the first event was the reason the trains were packed. Somebody got yeah. hit, so they were a little backed up. And then they lost power with a bunch of packed trains that were already backed up. No, so yeah uh what did you hear because y- you alluded to well the fact i found that... out
1: about it after because i was like yeah i was like because my platform it was normal maybe a little more full because things were moving slowly and then an m i was like where the fuck is the goddamn j train and this is after like a monday of shitty commuting i was like excuse me i like to sit in the mornings yeah how exactly. dare you me too and then it's just phil fill- i was like what the fuck there are a lot of Oaxacans up in this motherfucker. Yeah. On the M, and I was like, oh, everyone is, and I was like, why is it so, like, and just people, more and more people, and as you get to Marcy, where they like, people are like, oh my god, I couldn't take the L to go to Murray Hill, you know, like, dinglings. They're just packing on like they're French people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so this is not great. I'm not having a good time.
0: Um, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty miserable. Luckily, my bosses were pretty cool about it. They like, were like, fuck it, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, and then it turned out later I, I answered an email at some point during the day and my mm-hmm. boss texted me and was like, you can just work from home. Oh, since I was like responding to things. I didn't even have to take the sick day. Oh, great. So that it was it was all good, you know? Yeah. And and I was very vindicated in my choice because I was, you know, I'm a Protestant from the Midwest at the end of the day and I was feeling a little guilty like I could have gotten there. And I have the same syndrome that you have, too, where I'm like, if I'm not there, everything's going to be a mess. And the rest of my week was very busy. So I was like, man. Tuesday sucks, was kind yeah. of my opportunity to like set myself up done. to make yeah. things easier, and now I'm not going to do that. And, of course, it w- it was kind of a mess the yeah. subsequent couple of days. So I'm thinking that the whole time. But by the time I walked home from the Jefferson Station, um, went to the gym, made myself a nice breakfast, and was at the studio well before noon, I was like, yeah, I made the right choice. Yeah. And to have to answer like a couple emails and get to count that as a job, I was like, wow. I need to be a tech monkey. That's what other I kinda people do get, all the time. I yeah. kind of get what they're in it for. Yep. This fucking rules. Yep. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I made the right choice.
1: Ugh. I mean... Hmm.
0: I mean, I've been getting fucked by... I mean, we complain about it so much, I'm sure it's boring. Everyone to tears right now. But the MTA fucking sucks. I really can't handle how bad... how How far it's fallen. It's gone so far downhill. And I, I realize that some of this stuff is like a little bit out of their control. Someone getting hit by a train. Yeah, but... But losing power on an entire line at rush hour is like how, how does how this did happen? you do that yeah who's the inspector here that needs to be fired <sighs> everyone uh i mean i tried to get home i was like doopie doopie
1: doopie doop like after the shitty tuesday morning i go boo, boo, do, boo, boo, boom going to walk to canal street okay i'll just get home i just miss a j train and i'm like motherfucker so like oh the thing says five minutes i say okay it's seven oh one. There's gonna be another one. We're just at the tail end of they're moving them out. It'll oh. be a while, and then it's like, hey, police activity at Chambers. Get fucked. And I'm like, how the? F-? I was like, how the fuck? so I had to get on a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the two blocks away from where I just was, and then wait for an M, and then go. Okay, we're finally doing it. And that was the day that I like brought my gym shit. I was right. like, I'm going to go after work. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not anymore. No, when, I've now been worn down.
0: Exactly. Well, when you have a relatively long commute to, like I'm talking, if your commute is even over 20 minutes, you know.
1: Mine's like 20, let's be real.
0: But hey, it's a finely tuned machine. You know what I mean? I work a fucking eight hour day. It takes me two hours essentially on either end of that to commute, right? If I need to go to the gym or I need to go grocery shopping or I need to move my fucking car or I need to do any combination of those things or I want to go to my studio or I want to meet somebody, every minute counts. And the the number of minutes that the MTA has cost me post-COVID, just setting aside the ungodly level of just irritation I feel every time this happens, the emotional toll on myself— They've cost me so many minutes of my life. I mean, they've cost me a fucking year of my life with their bullshit. And in taking three different trains now or figuring it out, getting to a station and realizing another one isn't running. like There's multiple catastrophic failures on a daily basis, and they want to charge us $15 because people want to drive. You can go fuck yourself. I believe I described on this or an after show my strongly worded letter. -hmm. Did I tell you this? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, well, they were asking for public feedback, and I wrote them a strongly worded letter that was like, "Hey, if your fucking public transportation system worked, maybe I'd be down for you to charge me more money for it." But the fact that I'm being charged more money to do things privately, as opposed to your public option, which fucking sucks, yeah, means you can get (laughs) wrecked. Well,
1: my thing, I I can't stand it. My problem is that so oddly enough, the buses here wonderful gotta say they're okay but some the, i do. bet
0: when i leave here it's going to be running every 45 minutes well yes
1: i mean but during like peak time you can just be like oh shit i missed one oh there's another one great love it because like in the cold i'm like i'm an old baby now yeah i don't want to walk in the cold i want to walk to the end of my block jump on a bus and then have it deliver me to the train where i then scurry down a block and then up the stairs and then Oop, what a free transfer cool yeah if that goes awry, I'm mad. Well, Fifteen yeah. seconds after walking out of my door, then you can't do that. Like, but also the problem is those don't cross the bridges.
0: Well, and there's very. F- this is the problem with the entire infrastructure of this city: is there's very few direct ways to get to anywhere. And if you have to make a transfer, that means everything has to run smoothly. Yeah. Okay, you can't have failures along multiple different points of your operation here. Yeah. Because everybody needs more than one of them. For the most part. Yeah. It's very rare that you go on a straight line from, you know, the L train to wherever your workplace. Th- that is not how things work. I
1: know. I'm such a spoiled bitch. It's oh like, God.
0: Y- you know, get it together. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, and, and all the bums on the train, it's just out of control. People smoking on the train. I mean, oh yeah. none of this has stopped. Adam was on a train that someone was smoking in a C. when I was like, yeah. Oops. So. Just hitting cigarettes in at Russia I mean and as far as I can tell, the NYPD does nothing but stand on their phones. They're they're you're damn sure not gonna toll evade, but anything else is fully acceptable. Yes. You wanna do drugs on the train, you wanna sleep on the train, you wanna harass people and that's all Wild fine. masturbators, yeah. But if you, you wanna hop that turnstile or open that emergency exit, oh no, 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 no. Those cops on their phone are gonna get off it real quick. Oh, I, you know?
1: o- I opened the emergency exit the other day because I was behind slow walkers, and I was like, "I can't." No, I know people do that all the time. I was like, "I can't do this." I, I don't know. know. The
0: same morning that I had that terrible commute, that you know, I, I believe I've described this too. They've there's a lot of toll evasion at my stop because there's no station agent there, so they've taken to paying MTA staff overtime oh, yeah. to stand by the door, uh-huh. guard it. Stupid. Which is a complete, also waste of funds. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. The other morning, um. The card machine is down, completely out of service. Not just even single ride tickets only. Can't get a card, right? Can't refill a card. You can't do anything with your card. And of the two turnstiles that they have, one of the Omni, Omni machines is completely broken. This is that Tuesday of the shitty commute. So there's already <laughs> a line to the street, yeah, out the insane. door, uh, w- with people arguing with this agent, especially poor people or just people that don't want to use Omni, that are like, hey, I need to refill my card to get to work. Yeah. And the agents are like, no, you have to use your phone. Or you have to use a card. And they're like, we don't have a chip card. I need to refill my Metro card. With
1: cash or whatever. And, yeah, yeah,
0: I want to pay with cash. And they like, can't do it. You have to use your phone. And I have a conspiracy theory that because they are pushing Omni so hard, they are deliberately not deliberately letting these machines break, but when they break, they're I think done. they are yeah. not really servicing them.
1: No. Well, if they're Metro card machines, they contractually they probably can't even service them anymore. They have to be the new Omni machines. Yeah, probably. But then there will be a new Omni card.
0: Or something. Who knows? You know. But that's
1: all through, like, payroll administrators to issue an Omni card.
0: Apparently, the, the benefit of Omni... I did a little bit of reading about this. This is not... This is the anti-conspiracy take on Omni. Is that actually all the tracking of people and, like, um, surveillance is a good thing. Because it allows the MTA to operate more efficiently when they have more rider data on inflows and outflows and, like, destinations... You know, when they can actually track like, what people's commutes are as opposed to you just got on on the the way out. Roll right. But you don't have to do that. So I don't know how they know.
1: This is like this is where London gets it right where they're like, oh, no, you're in and out. So we can see what we need to actually do here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the trade off in, in our case is that they simply are just tracking your phone like they do know where you got on and got off without you having to log it yeah. just by your GPS data i guess and locate but it's like hey you're but you're, you're also not A- telling us you But you're if you're doing using
1: that. Apple Pay it's scrambling that shit anyway so it doesn't matter
0: who knows i don't know but if that's what they claim is wow. the benefit of this whole thing but uh, you know remains to be seen whether that has any Yes i trust New York yeah bureaucracy with using I, right. useful data Exactly so i don't know that's my screed i'm fucking pissed off about it yeah, it not But been hey, way. now the now the W F H has been breached, and I'm like, hmm. Well, you gave it to me, so now one day a week, I'm right? gonna I'm gonna try to weaponize this precedent eventually. Well, why not? Yeah, I mean, I think you should too. There's no reason you couldn't. There's plenty of things you could do.
1: I spent all of one day just emailing people. Or six, yeah, you actually, didn't, no, six hours rep- doing running reports and emailing. And I was like, God, I'm so
0: tired. You didn't need to go to uh, Job Island for that? Yeah, Fuck no. Job Island for that.
1: No, mm-hmm. no. You're just asking for data and opinion.
0: I can do that pretty handily at home. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do at home
1: like i don't yeah
0: i don't know oh by the way home things yeah i sent you a picture of the game changing the washing machine the portable washing yeah. machine man that fucking rules i we we are a little suspicious of our landlord catching wind of this because Why? um i don't think it says anything about it in the lease but a lot of new york landlords apparently don't like it uh are not cool with it it's a lot of water Yeah, you know, I'm less worried about the water thing because it's a small enough machine that it doesn't use more water than doing the dishes, right? You know, if you're leaving the water running while you're sitting there doing the dishes, you're using way more water than this thing uses in a cycle. I mean, this could be part of it. I think most of the reason they don't want people to have them is they don't trust people to hook them up and use them properly because you're going to flood the fucking place. Well, that's most people. If you fuck something up, and that is most people, so we've made some contingency plans, some emergency evacuation plans for the machine. If we happen to know our landlords coming over, luckily it has wheels on it, so we can just yeah. Do you have like a box? Shuffle it away. Well, we have places we can stash it. Yeah. But the thing that I love about it, I didn't know this at the time I sent you the picture. We have a perfect spot for it. That's right next to the sink oh that we ended up you know moving some other stuff around and now it is permanently parked and permanently hooked up so it's a lot less like a portable washing machine and a lot more just like a real one just
1: build a cabinet around it and he will never know that was
0: my idea i'm going to explore that yes a cabinet with like just a hinge on top and it's hidden forever yeah um i'm also not that worried about i mean i'm not that worried about it he doesn't come in our apartment but Our landlord's full of surprises, you know? He likes to pop by sometimes, and I just, I don't want it to be made an issue of, right? you know? Hmm. But that's the least of my worries, man. This thing fucking rules. What have I been doing all my life? I gotta tell you. I need, while lovely, I would really like to explore a countertop
1: dishwasher.
0: Well, I guess, you know? I don't know. Dishes are a big problem for some people. I don't really mind it. Hate it. hate, 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 hate. Hate, 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 hate. Well, I mean, there's nothing stopping you. Why don't you get one? You know? I guess I'd have to go get it.
1: I have no counter space.
0: Well, yeah, you'd have to figure out somewhere else to put it. (sighs) Or whatever. I mean, the thing thing with, you know, cooking dishes to me is like... you you have the ability to do it. I know. Washing clothes is like a completely different proposition. Oh. You know what I mean? You can do that to some limited extent, but you're not like a you're not like a peasant down by the river with a wash basin and some lye. Like you don't have the ability to spend half a day doing like real loads of laundry. Right. Whereas your dishes, even if they pile up, like you got hands and you got a sponge and you got some dish soap, it's completely attainable right yeah goal wise so yeah. it, it, it's a lower priority for me although if you got the space for it there's yeah. no reason not to pursue it just figure it out figure out a place to put it mm. although you know and again though you you're a single living by yourself so you're probably not generating that much that many dishes on a daily basis you could probably handle it you're still going to end up hand washing pots and pans and stuff though there's no way a portable machine is big enough to fit any of that stuff much Those like
1: i don't mind washing though well, okay. Well, then,
0: you know, I, I don't know why you're it's, denying it's yourself. It's the glasses. For I once, go through so many glasses. I'm trying to encourage you to treat yourself because I think home appliances are a good kind of treat mm. because they're just truly an investment in yourself and your yeah. own time rather than a disposable treat well, like a night at the bar where you have one too many and leave your credit card behind and then don't go retrieve it because you're ashamed.
1: I only did that once, but then I did go get my card. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. Um I mean the real thing would be like, you know, ripping out that entire y- unit and then just rebuilding it to my exact spe- specifications with a built-in washing machine. Well,
0: uh, yeah, you mean you got to have m- short, medium and long t- long-term goals. Yeah. You can just get the dishwasher now and then later incorporate it into your better setup. Well, what I'm all about tailoring spaces to be uh, more efficient to the way you want to use them.
1: Well, this is, here's the thing. So I, you know, every year, you know, this is my favorite time of year, tax time, right? My favorite time to look at numbers. We'll just say it that way. And I was like, "Hmm, did we talk about taxes the last time I started them? I don't know. Oh, baby. Let me tell you. The standard deduction is not going very far these days.
0: No, you know, I read something online recently and I haven't looked into this much, but I think Paul Ryan's
1: fucking us from 2017. They
0: change. Yeah. Something is like expiring from a long time ago. Yeah. Or they changed like the uh, tax withholding, like your W4 form or something. Something changed where people are getting dinged now or not getting as much back as they used to get. Yeah. It doesn't go very far anymore. I think there was when I like
1: saw six hundred dollars. I went, "Oh, we're gonna have to cook some books, I
0: guess." Cool. I think there was like a Trump era tax cut that's like expiring or something like that. I'm well, not, no, I am not one hundred percent sure. It's like
1: slowly working its way down the tax brackets, so you know, for everyone super rich, we're pay- we're now paying for that cut.
0: I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I am like, I saw an explainer that was you know from TikTok that was then on Reels, or no, it was on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um yeah. And I went, oh. That motherfucker,
0: um, so you had to do some cooking i
1: haven't I haven't done some cooking yet now that I have official wts I'm like maybe it'll change,
0: yeah, I don't know, man, probably not we'll see, um you have to do that gray area non you're you're a big fan of getting like four figures, which yeah. most people don't get
1: that. i'm expect- i I build in my budget for the year, expecting that I can do some you know some drawdowns here,
0: you know I, I think you also. Don't haven't quite wrapped your head around the idea that you got a pretty significant raise, which means you're probably going to d- be paying taxes from now on, and not necessarily yeah, not, getting that raise is not in back.
1: effect yet. Thank you so much. Well, even when I made a, about when I made last year, like so, like during Pandy year, when I was like, well, I have nowhere to spend money. Um, I got the same. I got my like healthy amount.
0: I mean, it's up to you how much how much shenanigans you want to do, but I'm just saying, like, you're not poor anymore. You're in the range of like it's worth auditing you. So I'm not in the six figure tax bracket. No, but they don't audit those people for other reasons. Oh. oh, you're in the you're in the precise range that they like to audit. Oh fuck, you know, and also you're in the range where like yeah, you usually normal people. If they break even, they're like, Great, that's amazing. Oh. Owing money is normal. Huh. Getting money back is for poor. Most people don't get anything back. Most people pay taxes. That's usually that's how tax time works, Whoa. is you lose money.
1: Gross. Yeah. Never done it. Well, did it once. Paid four thousand dollars.
0: You know, I, I've been toying with the idea this year of finally like maybe getting an accountant. I think I'm kind of overdoing it myself. No, I, you can
1: make so much money this year because you moved. I,
0: maybe, but I, I just so much money. It's complicated. It takes time, and uh, I'm Do not you have a,
1: receipts though. I don't know.
0: I'm. I'm not, I haven't yeah. been. I haven't been diligent about tracking that kind of stuff because for, for the last couple of years, I haven't been really writing off studio things. So I'm just not dealing with it. But what makes it complicated is like you've got not even the rent. No. You've got, like, (gasps) several different investment accounts. You've got, like, dividends from trading things. I've got crypto. I've got, like, all the stuff that I'm like, ugh. I don't really think I owe any money on any of this stuff. You do have to report all of it. But it's, like, I think it's kind of just worth it to me to not do this anymore oh, well. it's not worth my time and TurboTax when you have to get the special version where you can input all this stuff isn't free and it isn't cheap it's 90 bucks it's mean. more than that i usually pay closer to like 200 for whatever version when i was writing off studio stuff the last yeah, time it's i like, did that no, it's 150 well it's a l- yeah but if you
1: it, do it early if you wait until the last minute this is why i do it early I'm like, yeah
0: the last couple of years i waited till like march or April. oh
1: fuck no that's yeah. that's prime time for them no no, no absolutely not i refuse But I've never waited until February, the fuck?
0: If you do it early, it's okay, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It's just not really worth it to me anymore. I'm like, I'd rather this all be above board, first of all, and I'd Mm -hmm. rather just not do it. Oh, well. So if anybody has tips out there for an accountant, I might explore this. If they're in the range of what TurboTax costs, even if they're a little more expensive, I'll just send them all my stuff. You're looking at $300 at the very minimum. You fucking handle it. No, I think a lot of people don't pay that much for that. Definitely not. Hmm. I think accountants are pretty competitive with TurboTax, honestly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm not talking about getting, like, somebody that went to Wharton. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm talking about some schlub that's like, yeah, I, I work with artists or just people.
1: Oh, I think I you have. Know? I might have, from my time in finance, someone I was trying to prospect. Hmm. Um. They might not do it but anymore. yeah, I don't
0: know what were you getting at with the tax season stuff though. You're trying to get money back so you can buy a dishwasher. So you can make nice. Yeah, so you can I'm make, the, make ki- nice. the kitchen nice yeah. or just everything. Kitchen nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want
1: to rip out all of that cabinetry. Yeah, I mean It's fucked.
0: You know, yeah, hey, I I think you got to realign your expectations here. Even if you were to get a couple of uh a, a G or something back from the federal government That's not going to be enough to rip cabinets out and replace them. You realize that's very expensive, right? Even at a small scale, cabinets ain't cheap and installation ain't cheap and ripping things out and disposing of things ain't cheap. That ain't cheap. A kitchen remodel ain't cheap. At Ikea. I mean, I I don't even... Ikea's not that cheap, man. When's the last time you've been there? You looked at those prices lately? Three weeks ago? I got a cheaper couch and a better couch from Bob's Discount Furniture than anything. That Ikea had on offer, I'll tell you that right now. Well,
1: Ikea will custom do it. They'll custom certain parts. With
0: kitchen stuff, I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think you're better off shopping around, to be totally honest.
1: Well, the Home Depot, like, buy your own cabinets and launch them into the air option is now wildly expensive.
0: Yeah, that, that means that Ikea is, too. Mm. All of these things are connected. They They get all their stuff from the same people. Mm. I really don't think... I really don't think you're in for much of a discount. And I really don't think you need to do that much. I think you'd be better off just investing in an appliance or, like, a thing at a time that would improve your experience. I don't
1: want a, a slidey piece of cutoff, you know, formica in between a gap between my sink and my, you know,
0: stove. Well, why don't you become a weekend warrior and invest in doing all of this yourself? How about that?
1: Dun, 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 dun. I'm not doing that. I'm not. No?
0: No. Why not? I
1: have other shit to do. <laughs> I'd like to do anything else.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Just the idea of a of a rental. I'd like to
1: leave my home. The idea of a rental of property
0: playing. being invested into that degree, I'm a little suspicious of too. I don't think that's a well, good idea. so cheap. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, well, hey, it's up to you though. I'll be curious to see what you do with the place. We'll see. Um, that just seems like an awful big inconvenience too because you know you're going to get somebody to come and do it and it's going to take three weeks longer than they said. And in the meantime, you're not really going to have that space, and it's right. going to be trashed.
1: Well, we'll talk about it in the after show of <laughs> the whys of of all of that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, standards of living, et ceteras. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah. So what else? What you got? You got anything else on your mind? Did um, any art dealers get stabbed in Rio de Janeiro again? Is there no. anything fun in the in the page sixes of the world?
1: I mean. I really want to see the Thomas Hirshhorn show.
0: There's a Hirshhorn show? I was just talking about him with somebody the other day.
1: Th- he did the thing, right, with the that, like, sinking ship?
0: Oh, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Remember when that, like, cruise ship, like, tilted over? And he, like, rebuilt it in Gladstone?
0: Oh, vaguely. I mean, I remember the cruise ship tipping over. Yeah. He, I didn't realize Thomas Hirshhorn did an installation. I mean, he's the guy that makes things out of, like, duct tape. Like, sculptures out of, like, kind of trash materials. And they end up looking like semi-realistic, but they're like, you know, yeah, they're like made of packing tape and like foam core and stuff.
1: Maybe, mm, yeah, oh, he's Swiss. Yeah, okay.
0: I remember seeing a an a, a formative memory of mine is going to the Carnegie International in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I don't even know if they still do that show. Yeah. And seeing a Thomas Hirschhorn installation that was like a cave and it was like all made of tape. Yeah. There's like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. They're like I very mean, heavy and cardboard, dense. Cardboard. Cardboard everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Sure.
1: Apparently uh, a show to see. Where's it at? Gladstone? Yeah. Oh,
0: interesting. And it's not
1: Brown. So like, I'll go to Well, Gladstone. I haven't
0: heard his name in many years. I feel like he's a very Art 21 era artist where I go like, huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Installation art when that was like popular. He's still good at it, I think. And influential on like undergrads worldwide. Really? I don't know about that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was talking about him with Phil the other night because I think he was, Hirschhorn was very influential on like Bobo, which makes a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of low rent materials done in like a, you know, in a way that's. Labored enough and like immersive enough yeah. to be f- to be fascinating. So
1: I think yeah, I think he's good at it. So I'm like, oh, is that a show? Like, finally a winter show worth schlepping to Chelsea to see? Maybe I guess. Because hmm. everything else is bad. I mean, I don't know. Everything that I've seen, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not taking walks to do this.
0: Um, yeah, I haven't even heard of anything.
1: Oh shit, TikTok on the frick!
0: Fuck, TikTok on the frick! Yeah, it's gonna close soon. At the Whitney. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the uh Chinese spyware no, social not media that. application. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Frick Madison. Yeah, of course. I I, I believe we addressed this a few yeah, episodes back when I had gone. Shit, I gotta go. You know, I did hear Fuck. that remember how there was that controversy with the Frick wanting seventeen. They bars? got fourteen. They got fourteen. They landed on fourteen. Love it. The Upper East Side said you can't have 17, but you can have Less 14. than 15, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty psychotic. That's insane. Love it. And it sounds like they're going to be like legit bars in the sense that they're going to be like open f- outside of the museum. No. like They're you can like just temporary go during events and stuff like that. I don't know. The article that I read about it did not make it sound that way. It made it sound like the neighborhood was upset that these might potentially be disruptive because they're, like, open as in a pub. No. Like, you can go to them without paying admission to the museum. I mean, it's
1: like going to the Met and then going to that, like, cafe in the, like, above the ticketing area. Yeah, yeah. Where it has wine. If you want it. It's the worst wine you'll ever have in your life, but... It's there. Well, see, if so that it's te- was the case, That's technically a bar.
0: If that was the case, it, w- it would be amazing to me that the people in that neighborhood would make such a fuss about it. Like, who, many, who cares how many they have inside Yeah, if it's contained?
1: Well, it's also mostly contained right? to, A, the new building, and then it's still a mansion. There's plenty of little places where you're like, oh, here's a little, like, cafe bar. Like, it's just a stand where you can buy refreshments, but they... Offer wine because it's the Upper East Side and rich people.
0: Right. So my point is, what are the rich people that don't live full-time on the Upper East Side really concerned about? That people are going to get tanked at galas and throw up on their front step or whatever? No,
1: they don't want the Frick to just be a rental hall anymore. Or ever. They don't want to be like, oh, they're just going to throw parties. Right. I'm like, well, they just built a fucking giant building. They have to throw parties to pay for this yeah they got to recoup that money somehow duh and uh, they also don't want like you know they're like oh it's the frick like we don't want people we don't want the p- the plebes and they're like tanking April spritzes yeah that
0: seems like what they're worried about
1: they don't want like you know the whitney to happen where it's like oh yeah we went to untitled and, and then oh my god we went to the whitney and then we had like you know we went up to the restaurant and got line and then watched the sunset Because it's really nice with these outdoor patios and it's Instagram. What's so strange
0: about it, though, is that the same people like complaining about that being in their neighborhood are the same people that sit on the boards of these places. You're the ones that have done this to everything. Yeah. And now that it's like in your part of town, you're like, no, I mean, this is just nimbyism. Well, in general. But yeah. Wow. I mean, you guys are the ones that like this. This is your noblesse oblige. This is what you've created. Like, what? I think they're just worried that, like, (laughs) they're like, shit, young TikTokers are going to come
1: to the Frick now. Yeah. I'm like, no, no one's going to 71st.
0: I don't know. And if they do, I mean, it's not going to be that disruptive to your life. You also have soundproof windows, and you don't live there all the time. Also that. Are you concerned that, like, your housekeeper is, you know, going to bring somebody home from the Frick Gala while you're in Geneva you know laundering your money i mean what is no. going on you know what i like, mean
1: like that yeah i mean as long as they still keep no children on sundays i don't really give a fuck it sounds great
0: i wonder if they'll keep that they probably they,
1: won't if they don't so help me god i'll burn that place to the ground i
0: don't know it's the rare museum anymore that sticks to their guns in in those it's, type of ways it's
1: only no children for like 2 hours
0: yeah which is great i mean they should do a n- no phones for oh, 2 hours God. once a week that would be amazing more places should do I that i don't
1: think you can t- take photos in the frick
0: you can't you're not supposed to but i
1: mean you can i've never i don't think i have any photos from the frick
0: i do i mean i have photos from the madison one for well the sure. madison one yeah but the old building the other one no i have them i have you i have some pictures sneaky, of some beaches not even that sneaky oh. i mean they just don't say uh, what are they going to do about yeah. it it's kind of like every everywhere that has that policy i
1: feel like they if you if you look like an american
0: or if, the, if you look like a
1: tourist, they're going to be like, no photos. Yeah, that's but true. But if you're like, hi. Maybe. They're like, mm,
0: just be, be chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Hey, man.
1: I, w- I kind of, I don't know. I wish for more you no know, photo places. Is that bad?
0: No, that would be fantastic, but i don't know i also don't like being harassed by the guards remember when we were in washington dc and the guard was like you need you know you need to show me your phone and delete that and then delete it from the recently deleted folder and then show me that where at what remember we were in dc at that like exhibition um that was that was like about america or whatever it's the it's the show that you took the picture of me in my alex jones shirt in front of the jasper johns flag and then I took a picture of another Jasper Johns in that show, and they were like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, and they came over to me and yeah, you know yeah. forced me to show them that I had deleted it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like that either. I think we need to strike a nice balance. My That's my, because of the loans that were in play. But I yes, understand okay. the reasons, yeah. but it's like, give me a break. Yeah. Tiny kingdoms. Well, I think if we're going to do no phones, let's do it like a Dave Chappelle stand-up set. When you enter the exhibition, you put your phone in a little Ziploc baggie, that goes in a little locker and you get it back when you leave.
1: Or you take it with you, but you can't leave that little, like, we seal just need bag. to do
0: something that's, like, socially agreed upon. It's a little invasive, yeah. but, you know, it just keeps the temptation away from everybody. Because right. I don't want to be policed about it, I don't want to be surveilled. I want to agree to it and then have it stuck to by everyone involved.
1: Yeah. Also, like, no one's taking calls during the middle of a walkthrough. Or you'd be really surprised. You're right.
0: I, uh, you know, mm, mm. I think if you're going to do something like no phones, I think that's totally a fine policy, but I think that means you can't even have it on your person. But there's so many Karens out there that are like, what if little Johnny calls me
1: from Fuck little Johnny,
0: $60,000 a year private school and needs me to send Swayla to come pick him up? You know? No. Fuck little Johnny. Like,
1: I, yeah. don't, I don't really care. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I've been very, like... Uh, I'm t- I'm tired of like internet speak and internet culture like finding its way into real life speech patterns too. I'm like
0: like what? What do you mean like people saying based and cringe or Well, that's always bothered you know, me cuz I yeah. hate
1: that. But like, you know, like TikTok vernacular then becomes like a an everyday like thing and I'm like, "Wait, what?"
0: Give me an example. Like, I don't know. I don't. What
1: I you don't mean. like hearing the word "girly" refuse r- or refer to as like a person who comes in like for like a job application or something like that. Or like, oh, so like you know, a client is a girly. I'm like, no, no, they're a person. They're that's not the words that we
0: use. Is this just old man yells at cloud, but for like Zoomers and Gen Alpha or something? Yeah, Are I think you just so. objecting to their? you know, slang, youthful slang. Well,
1: I also saw it... Because,
0: you know, we can call it, like, internet and try to make it headier than it is, but really what it is is just a younger generation, like, coming up with their own lingo. It doesn't really bother me. It's like, I won't probably use it, but eventually you probably will use it. I mean, millennials don't grow up. We absorb all this stuff, too, and then it's, you know, completely objectionable to hear, like, a 40-year-old say something along these lines. Right. But it happens. Yeah,
1: my thing is, like... I just don't want to, like, I find it, as you said, cringe to hear those words not typed out. Yeah. Like, typing it out, sure, whatever, fine. But then you, you said it? Let's like saying hashtag, like, without, like, being purposefully cringe.
0: Well, I think the problem that all aging people have, all small C conservative people have always had, is just that... You know, as slang develops, uh, specificity is lost. When you say that, oh, that's so aesthetic. I hate or, that word. Oh, that's, that's so <sighs> vibes. I mean, it gets to the point where you're saying almost nothing. Yes, you, you you might as well you might as well just go, uh... like it's just a sound more than it's a sentiment. That... and there's. You know, precision with your language is a useful like skill to yes. uh, uh, acquire and deploy. When I hear the you word know?
1: "oh," that's an that's that's aesthetic. I'm like, excuse me, what does that? What do you think that word means? What? Like, what are you saying? Look, style, form, it's aesthetic. No, it's a plate of ricotta, whipped ricotta with toast.
0: Well, you know, the the thing is though that yeah, sure, it's just regression towards the mean, right? Like they mean all of those things simultaneously at the same time that if they really thought about it they really only mean one of one of those choices. Uh, but all, you know, all youthful slang does that and you can't really like hold young people responsible for having like a point of view that's precise enough to articulate anyway because the fact of the matter is they do not and they never have.
1: Yeah, but like you could say artful.
0: So I well even uh, even that's like useless. Let me make my point though, work. which is just that I think if you catch somebody going on forty saying that something is vibey or that something is really aesthetic, they can be criticized for that. Oh, I definitely. think that's fine. Yeah. But by, by the time you've lived three decades, you should be able to come up with more precise descriptors yeah. than nothing at all. Well. Yeah. But if you're on TikTok because you're 16, well, I think you can be forgiven because there's nothing happening in your brain worth expressing anyway. Right. So your vague sentiment is actually probably a decent enough descriptor of as whatever kind of you soup can to. Yeah, is yeah. happening in your head. Yeah, uh, from your lack of experience, like I think that's totally okay. It really, it, I, I, I'm with you, and it bugs me when it gets. To the olds, though. I uh, well, let's I just, not do that.
1: I just, you know, I just want any like, I want something to be able. To, I want if a statement is said to me or a description. And this goes to all like criticism or descript, description at all. It's like I want specificity so I can react. You know what I mean? Like sure. Like or to have a proper response to, because if I'm handed you know, a canvas sack of non-specificity, I'm like, the fuck do you want me to do with that? Like, I can't do anything with that. Like, I can't have a logical reaction. Like, I can't do, I can't respond to vibes. The fuck am I doing with vibes? Like, I I mean, I don't know. Maybe in my old age, I'm like, listen, I, I like data. I like accurate language. And uh, I can't see any other way. I think you
0: rightfully feel affronted by it because it's ungenerous of someone speaking to put the onus on their listener to figure to like interpret too much. Yeah, you should make your best effort as somebody speaking to make yourself understood, so that whatever reply or reaction you elicit can be uh, action poignant. Yeah, but. You know, again, when it's kids talking to kids, there's it, it, it's too, uh, you know, muck the Pokemon or Grimer. It's two Grimers, they're just like piles of goo, just interacting with each other and fucking each other and giving each other. Hand. I mean, yeah, pushing for The reaction that saying just... something is so vibey or something is so aesthetic is meant to elicit is just, uh, oh, yeah, like it's meant to acknowledge yeah. a lackadaisical. Narcissistic, like self-reflective agreement. Well, what, it's not meant to. What people
1: mean? Elicit
0: I, nuance you when know? they say "vibe." Yeah,
1: is like no. Pleasing. There's no. Well, it's also like the ambiance is this. The ambiance is like, you know, relaxed, laid back, subtle, like a little sexy. You know, they're just like vibe. Is supposed to include all of those, but like someone who's like, well. What is the vibe? Nothing is vibey. What is the vibe of the place? Is it modern? Is it Scandi? Is it like smoky and, you know, sensual? You know, like, what is it? Oh, it's vibey. Like, no, no. Like, and granted, this shows up in like, like food review and like restaurant reviews all the time. It's like, what the fuck is Like, oh, you have to go to this place. It's vibey. I'm like, but that looks bright in, like, a daytime cafe, but also that is being used for, like, a, like, speakeasy style, like, hole in the wall. Like, pick one.
0: Well, I think part of the, what you're making me think is that part of what, like, the term vibe in the first place was supposed to substitute for was something, like, ineffable or. Um, style. Style. Well, no, no. It it was something other than style because you can ask, like, what is the style of this architecture or what is the style of this painting and come up with a one-word, pretty concrete answer. When you say that this has a certain kind of vibe, what you're trying to convey is that this is in between. This is a liminal thing that has some kind of ineffable quality to it, right? The fact that that's become a general descriptor of, like, All things is a contradiction that seems to be driving you in particular, but I think many of us like kind of nuts. Like, you can't mean that this has a specificity, but also that there's no specificity to it.
1: It's, it's, if it
0: did have a specific feeling that was difficult to articulate, you could make an effort by juxtaposing two different styles that it might fit in between or coming up with a inter-sensory way of describing it. Hey, you know, this thing tastes like the smell of Windex. I used to say that about yellow Jolly Ranchers because they're described as being lemon, but I didn't feel like they were lemon flavored. I felt like they, Pine ta- they tasted like the smell of another thing.
1: Yeah. Pine Sol. So
0: what I'm getting at is that you could take a stab at it. Yeah. But instead of even like going that far or trying that hard to say what's on your mind, You can just not have to think very hard anymore.
1: And I think what I'm rubbing up against just in general is that, like, you know, describing aesthetics is a very special thing. And when it's just like, oh, I'm using shorthand and you just understand what I mean, right? I'm like, I actually don't understand anything about what you mean because verbiage around how things look, how things feel any sort of aesthetic language should be very specific because I think you know it's a massive disservice to anyone's intellect to just use a general turn of phrase. It's like, no, expect more from people. Also, like, be specific so that way people know what you're talking about. Like, you... you I don't know. Like, I really don't like aesthetics, architect- like. If you're just saying it's a vibe, like, what the fuck? Like, that's whole lives and invested thought processes in terms of how something comes to be, and then it's just nothing. Like,
0: Well, I. that's oh. why I wouldn't take the usage of that too seriously or anybody that's invested in that kind of lingo too seriously because the, the goal of saying something like that is not to... Um, spark in somebody any sort of sophisticated reaction the goal is that both parties get to not think very hard i mean that's what oh, it's, i hate that that's though. what it's designed to do and again oh, I, God, I think I that it. that's i think that that's okay for the audience that it's for it's just not for you
1: i don't think it's for anybody a-
0: and there's a bit and there is a big difference between things being like in text form and things being in uh spoken form especially in real life because you can pick up on body language and intonation and all sorts of other things that can give you a feel for the direction that someone's trying to go with their conveyance. You know, you're talking about zoomers talking to each other as if they're the same thing as like a review in a magazine. They're not like Paris review. Yeah. Yeah, There there's not, there shouldn't be the expectation from you that anything would ever really achieve that level. I think you could definitely make the case that it's a little bit sad that, you know, people are just comfortable talking to each other in idiocracy generalities that evoke nothing more than, like, guttural instinctive feelings and and not any effort. It's like saying, you know,
1: it's like saying, oh, yeah, I I went to, you know, I went to the Whitney and it was like,
0: oh. Well, you do that all the time. That's like your primary mode of criticism is... Uh, uh, uh. I mean, but we can, have, we have hundreds of hours of recorded yeah, audio. I can e- back it up with the reasons why <laughs> sometimes reasons, well, <laughs> uh-huh. but
1: I can always get to the place of why it's the sound of dissatisfaction is the only way to respond to, you know, some shitty show on the sixth floor or whatever, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I guess so. like it's about a dissatisfaction, like an, a guttural utterance titled of <laughs> is about that or job island. I don't know. I, it, could, it could be both. <laughs> That's one of those comma or, you know, um, like it's about how you end up going to the fact that there's nothing even worthwhile to describe. It's just an utterance of dissatisfaction.
0: Yeah, sure, but couldn't you be generous to the youths that you so despise when they use these vague generalizations like vibe or aesthetic? That like maybe there's nothing, maybe there's very little in life right now, you know, out there in the world that's like worth delving into. At least for like the average person, I think if you're like. You know, the increasingly rare breed of like intellectual or academic or rich person that has a lot of free time where you get to ruminate and like really enjoy the things in life. I don't think there's been a better time to like be alive. And I think that there's a a ton of things you can experience with a lot of nuance. It's just that the reservoir of people that you can convey that to who will also find meaning in it is increasingly diminished. Right. And I just don't think that there's a lot of people, like, I don't think it's really worth putting in the effort to, like, talk that specifically about anything anymore because even smart people are isolated in their own little mental bubbles where they don't necessarily have enough common reference with you to, like, take stabs in the dark at describing different styles or feelings. <sighs> You know, I find this in my life all the time like I have a lot of really smart friends and stuff. It's just that you know, if I have an idea that I think is like kind of original and nuanced that I want to like make an effort at describing, most of the time people just redirect it to whatever it makes them think about. Right. And it's like why is it even worth it? Mm, not really. Most It is though. Most I... people, even smart people are just watching Bravo. And ninety nine percent of like what they're thinking about is the podcast that they've listened to or a TV show that they've seen, and you might have like an idea about what this painting makes you feel, and they'll go, "You know what that reminds me of? Uh, A Below Deck episode. Yeah, people ate chocolate. That happens all the time. I've had it happen with like people that are listening to this right now. It's like, (laughs) guys, you know, I don't know. So I can't really blame anybody. It's just. It just is what it is. I don't. I don't think the level of discourse is what it once was because I don't think a lot of people have like time and attention for it. <sighs> Whatever attention they have is sucked up by mostly trash, including myself. I'm not like excluding myself. I
1: that. mean, I love trash, but also like, I'm critical. Like, I like to you know, dive into like, what itch is the trash. Scratching,
0: yeah, but most people are not watching trash because they want to define what kind of itch it's scratching. It's simply scratching the itch, and that's enough. And basically, what happens is if you get too critical about anything, people resort to the to the Reddit millennial thing of well. Sometimes people just enjoy things. Let like people enjoy conversations. Yeah. Just end really quickly if you're like, yeah, but what about that? People don't like that question. Interrogation doesn't feel good. I T- don't think it's interrogation, most. but it, you're just like. Mm. Nah, I think it's the textbook definition of interrogation. I happen to think that the stakes are pretty low, and that as an adult, you should basically be able to handle that and like well, want to parry and have a little parlay about like what things mean. But I'm re- I, I'm very dismissive at this point of most adults' ability to even handle that. <laughs> I, well, that's the disappointing part. I don't. Know. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, I think that's what's disappointing. I don't have a problem with zoomers talking about vibes or whatever, but you know the 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 quantity of adults that want to talk about anything uh, beyond a below deck episode is diminishing every day it's like the greatest generation 100,000 of them die every day uh, <laughs> that's what it's happening to millennials we didn't fight world war 2 uh andy cohen came and ruined all of our lives <laughs>